So a lot of people are going into university. However, I know there's a lot of people that are sort of in the middle of university and even then they feel like they haven't settled in or they haven't actually found the friends that they want to hang out with. It's always important to start off by looking at yourself. Am I that kind of person that is the best kind of friend? All these people, they dress in a very, very certain way. So if I get these garments, then that means I'll be, you know, on that level, they'll, people will get along with me, they'll like me for that. I remember when I would be making all kinds of jokes just under the name of banter, but I would not even realize some of the hurt that it would cause. Angry. Yeah, you know what, that's a, that's, a, that's a sick mate. I'd love to have that as a mate. But then in your head, you start having some mega expectations, setting the bar super high. Assalamu alaikum, what is going on people? My name is Wasif and I'm going into my final year of university and this is the Drip Medic podcast. So I know it's been a minute, it's been a couple of weeks since I've uploaded but I just need a little bit of time off but inshallah, God willing that from now we should be able to get a few more regular uploads and just go back to normal. In today's episode, episode 6, we're going to be talking about fitting into university, finding the right friends for you, finding that click that you kind of belong to and we're going to talk about how you can improve yourself to be that best friend that you could possibly be. And also talking about some things that you actually want to avoid when looking into this kind of topic. If you're watching this on YouTube, please make sure to subscribe and like to help get that content moving. And if you are on YouTube as well, please make sure you comment any feedback, any suggestions so I can have a look into how to improve all of this. If you're on Instagram, follow me at DripMedic so you can check out these little bite-sized chunks of the podcast so you can have a little watch for it whenever you get some time. And lastly, if you don't like looking at my face, I don't blame you, then you can have the audio-only version on all the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Okay, so let's get into the episode. Now, even the topic itself is a little bit juicy. And this episode isn't me sitting here to be like, I have been the sickest friend ever. I've always been an amazing friend. I am the go-to guy. I am the example of the best friend. That is not this at all. In fact, it's actually mental because I've had so many phases through university. And with those phases, I've had a variety of friendship groups. And Alhamdulillah, they've all been good to me. But naturally, as the course of uni goes on, the more and more time you spend at university, as the years go on, you settle into a little place. So a lot of people are going into university. However, I know there's a lot of people that are sort of in the middle of university. And even then, they feel like they haven't settled in or they haven't actually found the friends that they want to hang out with. And there's no hard and fast rule about when you should settle into university. However, I hope this episode can hopefully give some tips and advice to try and make that transition happen as smoothly as possible. And I thought this episode would be super important at busting some myths that you have at university because when you grow up, you have your home friends and you grow up in sixth form or college or whatever and then you got the same interests, you grow up in the same area and then all of a sudden you get chucked into university where everyone's from completely different areas, different th- interests, different backgrounds and areas they come from. And it can be a little bit like, whoa. And yeah, naturally, there's going to be a lot of differences. However, you'll actually be surprised with a little bit of effort and an open mind about the people that you'll meet and surprise yourself that become some of your closest, closest friends. I hope this episode can give you some advice and help. But the thing is, 
the focus of this episode isn't really as much about everyone else, but the main focus is what we can be doing to try and fulfill this aspect of uni life to make sure that we're doing what we can to get the most out of it. And that brings me on to this. So before we talk about fitting in, finding the right friendship group and all these kind of things, it's always important to start off by looking at yourself. Am I that kind of person that is the best kind of friend? Everyone's got their own personality and it's vital to hold on to that. But it's also easy to think, oh yeah, yeah, this guy's a joker. So when he jokes about in these groups, okay, so if I need to, if I want to get friends, I want people to like me, I need to force myself and be that joker. All these people, they dress in a very, very certain way. So if I get these garments, then that means I'll be, you know, on that level, they'll, people will get along with me, they'll like me for that. Even to the extent of, okay, so this person is like the alpha, this person is the person that talks the loudest. So if I can just talk louder than him, then you know what? I think I'll, I'll, I'll get everyone on my side. There's two sides to this. The first part, you probably guessed it already, you're not being true to yourself. Not being comfortable in your own skin and changing the way you are as a person just to fit in at the end of the day you definitely won't be happy because you're constantly, constantly chasing other people's approval about what you need to be. But in reality, most of the people, if not everyone around you, doesn't care that much and it's not that deep. You're only not being true to yourself. However, for example, on the other side, let's say you're trying to be this joker, but your jokes involve putting quieter members down or insulting other people or just having, let's say, Banter. Not only is that pretty suspect behavior, but it's something that a lot of people will notice very, very early on. And you might be thinking, oh yeah, no, no, it's minor, it's just banter. And it's true that every single friendship group has a certain level of banter, but it is a very, very risky line as soon as you start trying to push it and outdo yourself and outdo the other person when it comes to banter. And when you get around that kind of line, do you really, really want to risk some of the negative aspects that can happen if your banter goes a bit too far? Because even the prophet, peace be upon him, says, do not express malicious joy towards your brother's misfortune. For Allah might have mercy on him and you may be stricken of the thing that you made fun of. And the thing is, these episodes are not about me being like, oh, I'm so sick, I'm this or that. It's literally from personal experience. So this kind of issue, I remember when I would be making all kinds of jokes just under the name of banter, but I would not even realize some of the hurt that it would cause. And then when you go to that person and you talk to them saying, oh, look, man, and they tell you about, you know, that joke that you made wasn't really on par, like that wasn't legit, that was pretty hurtful. Not only do you sit there ashamed, like that's the worst feeling. And then when you apologize to them and because of their mercy, that they let you off the hook. But just that situation there, knowing that you hurt someone and then knowing that, you know what, you just don't want to be in that situation ever again. So why risk it and why go close to that? There's so many things that you can joke about that is funny, that you don't have to just resort to an easy target or an easy person. And inshallah, you guys don't put yourself in that situation. So what is a good friend? So to me, a good friend is someone that always has your best interests at heart. And when you're around them, you become a better person in so many different aspects. Like you see it all the time, like you hang out with someone with good manners and then those manners start rubbing off on you. You start copying their behaviors. Let's say they pray five times a day and then they start encouraging you to start praying too. 
And then all of a sudden your prayers are getting more and more solid. A good friend is someone that will listen to you and listen to you in such a way that you can vent and let out all the things that you've got saying and they will listen and give you some solid advice or they will be have that wisdom to be like, you know what, this may not be the best time for me to give that advice. Let's just hear this person out. When you're having a conversation with this friend, when you're talking, your conversations aren't based of, ah, oh, this person did this. Did you hear what happened to this person? That You're not backbiting about people or gossiping. You're having conversations about things that you mutually enjoy or things that you just enjoy talking about with your mate. That doesn't got anything to do with all these kind of random topics. A good friend would be honest. I can count on them when they have my, they will have my back if I'm right. But if I'm wrong, they'll be the first person to tell me but in a very beautiful way, they'll put me to the side and they'll be like, look, this thing that you're doing, man, is definitely not right. Like, I genuinely think just I only care about you. This is for your best interest. You should not be doing this. And lastly, I feel like they would always be looking at the positive things in a situation. So I may come to you with all these negative things. However, you'll always help me see the positive in this situation and change my mindset for the better. Now, yeah, it's very easy to list all of that stuff out. But you see what the interesting thing is there is that it's a whole list of stuff that people can sit down and agree, yeah, you know what, that's a, that's, a, that's a sick mate. I'd love to have that as a mate. However, no one is perfect. And when we look at ourselves, are we meeting all of those attributes that are there, if not more, in being that person to someone else? And there's also another side of the coin. Let's say you feel like, you know what, I'm doing a lot of things. I'm do- I'm, I feel like I'm quite a good mate. But then in your head, you start having some mega expectations, setting the bar super high that anyone that comes to you, you're always going to be disappointed by everyone because they're not doing the kind of things that you want them to do or they're not acting in a certain way that you would like them to do. So you'll just be disappointed by any kind of friend that could come your way. And in reality, you're going to meet friends with different strengths and weaknesses. You're going to go to different friends for different things. So you have the issue there, but what is the fix for everything then? A lot of the things we were discussing earlier was about character, improving ourselves, improving the way we are with our friends, improving our manners. But why are we doing that in the first place? Because if we're doing that just so that, okay, if I do this, then I'll get good friends and I'll get the approval of everyone around me. Is that really going to bring the kind of thing that we're after? I was told this really profound thing that when you're doing things for the sake of Allah, God, I mean, Allah's control is in control of everything. He's in control of the people that you meet. He's in control of the way that people perceive you. He's all the most merciful, the most generous. If you ask him, he'll give you in the most generous and generous of ways. And surely... If we make him our best friend and we give him the best treatment, can you imagine the the madness we will get in return? And if you have that sincere intention that I'm going to improve my character and just be the best person I can be to treat everyone around me the best I can for his sake, Allah's sake, then you will start noticing doors and blessings coming from you at all different angles and all these doors just opening from you that you didn't even realize. I have seen it in so many times in my uni career where Allah has put certain people in my path and Alhamdulillah, they have become some of the closest friends that I've ever had. And the craziest thing is that I know in myself that 
I didn't do anything extra. I didn't do anything so special at all, like the things we were talking about earlier. But it's just based on Allah's mercy that if you take a little few steps towards him, he will come and run towards you and shower all that goodness over you. You'll just be so, so gassed. So you got to make sure that you're that person that Allah is pleased with. I mean, do all the obligatory stuff that you need to be doing. Stay away from the stuff that would displease him. And then work on improving your character and your manners. And of course, it's a journey. It's never going to be perfect. But that's the thing. We're going to slip up and make mistakes. But Allah is the most merciful and forgiving. So when you keep asking for forgiveness, you're going to keep being showered in those blessings. So I'll do, I'll put some links in the description uh, of some books that were really, really helpful in terms of like improving character or improving the manners that you have. Or you can literally simply type in on Google how to improve character Islamic. And the reason I say uh, Islamic is because for me personally, I found there was a lot more stuff that helped me connect a bit deeper in terms of just like the general stuff of like, oh, just be nice and this, that, the other. But when you actually have a reason that's a little bit deeper than that, it just helps to stick in and, you know, apply it to daily life. And it's also, I think, an essential to start off with because the more and more you look into that, you realize that we have literally been taught so much stuff about how to act in so many situations. And you realize that when you implement those kind of things, it brings nothing but good. So that is a bit of a big reveal that in university, the more and more you work on improving yourself and improving your relationship with Allah, with God, treating everyone you meet, no matter if they're the best of mate or a complete stranger, as if they're your bestest mate and going that extra mile for whoever you meet, just for the sake of Allah and just for the sake that you know I'm doing this for the sake of Allah, he will look after me and he'll sort me out proper. And also that if I help someone for the sake of Allah, then he's going to help me in everything. So I've got nothing to worry about. All the goodness will come in my way. So if I want to make sure that I'm getting the best of friends or I'm feeling content, whatever's meant for me, I will do all of those things that we talked about. I know that a lot of people will be a little bit suspicious and they'll think, you know what? Okay, fine. I need to be really, really nice to everyone and, you know, to the best of my ability, treat everyone like a best friend. However, surely someone can take advantage of me. Someone can treat me like crap, to be honest, or someone, you know, how, what if there's toxic people around in my life? And of course, these are very, very important things to consider and very natural things to think about when picking your friends. And that's why we are told to be so careful when picking our friends. So I'll try to explain it the best I can. But the Prophet peace be upon him said that a good, an example of a good companion is like someone that sells perfume. So if you go to someone that sells perfume, you go into their shop and you go in and you know what? They smell so good. The perfume's everywhere. And they, when you leave that shop, you are smelling amazing. So you didn't put any perfume on. You didn't do anything. But simply being in that environment, having that person around you, you left the shop smelling absolutely amazing. The example of a bad companion is like that of a blacksmith. Like a blacksmith is like, you know, they make things out of metal and they have like the furnace and all that kind of stuff. But when you go into that kind of area, because there's all this sort of smoke and soot and then you have all the sparks flying off, it will either burn your clothes with all these sparks coming off if you get too close or you'll leave with a foul smell. So what that means is that if you have bad companions around you, then 
yeah, you could be the sickest person or you can be like a really, really good person. But eventually those things are going to slowly, slowly rub off on you. And then you never know what could trigger it, but then your clothes are going to get burnt. You're going to change in certain ways that you don't even realize that just isn't you and change in ways that you don't want to change. So when picking your friends, it's always important to analyze, okay, are these people strengthening my faith? Are they strengthening my religion? Are they inspiring me? Are they making me a better person? Because just being around those people, whether they're very driven or very motivated, just being around them, you will slowly, slowly encompass their behaviors and the good that they're doing. And it will rub off on you and you won't even realize. And the same thing happens on the other side as well. And I know that not everyone's perfect. And there might be some people with certain traits of sort of toxic behavior. For example, they might seem quite, you know, selfish or self-centered. They could enjoy gossiping or backbiting about other people and sharing private information about others. They might sort of disguise certain cruel comments and make them as jokes. Sort of, they could come across as two-faced, act like your best friend, and then, you know, they're not uh, in front of other people. Or, you know, other ideas that they may just shoot down any ideas that you have or just make you feel pretty rubbish. Now, yeah, you can see here that these characteristics are basically all the opposite that we were talking about earlier in being a good friend. However, who knows what kind of things that this person has been through in their life to create these kind of characteristics in one part of their character. So obviously, if you notice this behavior in someone, the quicker the better. Protect yourself, of course. However, don't hold back and don't hold any grudges. Instead, make dua, make prayers for this person and pray for them that Allah makes whatever is easy for them or whatever is causing this or them to act in this way to be resolved. Because at the end of the day, the goal is for you to treat everyone as if you want to be treated. And if I'm lacking in somewhere, I would love someone to pray for me and be like, you know what? I can't, it's too hard for me to chat to Wasa about it. But because I care about him, I'm going to make dua and make prayers that, you know, he sorts, you know, sorts whatever he needs to sort out. And the thing is, when you sincerely make prayer or make a dua for someone else, the angels wish the same prayer upon you. So you're getting a win-win situation. And you may see a certain characteristic in people that is just a no-go for you. And that's absolutely fine as well. For example, you might say, you know what? I just want to avoid friendship groups that just gossip and backbite or talk about other people because it will only be a matter of time before I become that topic of conversation. But again, the goal is that you're praying for their goodness. Because to be honest, throughout life, throughout university, we all mature at different times and we have different phases. And when we have different phases in life, we need people, myself included, for people to just have some mercy on us or just be merciful towards us. So have that mercy in people. Be yourself. Be that positive person. And don't change the good things that you have about your personality just to fit in with other people. Pray for those people and protect yourself, it will be absolutely fine. So you might be wondering, or you might be thinking, I've longed everything out before talking about the whole fitting in to university or the whole click stuff. But if I'm honest with you, all the stuff that we talked about is literally the major key. Because the more and more you spend your time in your university thinking about 
How can I improve my character? How can I be a positive person? And how can I avoid things that I don't want to get involved with? The friendship groups, the friends, the people, they will come because you will attract people with like-minded thinking just like you. That is, that is a guarantee. So you won't only fit in with your close friends, but then you can be that person that's strong in yourself, strong in your character, and people you never know might be inspired, or you might be that positive person to leave a good impact on another person that you come meet. And it all starts from learning about what is good character and trying to implement that and improve ourselves. All the other stuff that you're worried about or nervous about, that will come after that. And it will come in the maddest and best of ways. And there's also another aspect that I wanted to look into a little bit. And that's the whole idea of treating people how you'd like to be treated and the whole idea of passing judgments. And I know we touched on it a little bit in the last episode, but I thought it would be really, really important to talk about it here. Because Alhamdulillah, there'll be a point where, you know, you've got your close friendship group, you're very, very happy and everything's pretty chill and you're feeling feeling good and it's all quite content. But let's say a situation like this happened. You're chilling at a place and everyone, you know, you're having a great time with your mates, but there's a few quiet people just around you and, you know, they might be a bit too shy to speak to you guys or, you know, they want to get involved, but, you know, you guys are just so busy with all your friends but then when you notice that and you see that why not invite them in for that little part to make them feel involved and make them not feel left out so not only does that emphasize the idea that you're caring about you know the feelings of your friends but also you're actively going out and caring for the feelings of people that you might not even know maybe they're quite strangers towards you and check out how beautiful this is we're taught to care for other people's feelings to such a high degree that the Prophet peace upon him said that if you're in a two and there's a third person on the side, don't make him feel left out and cause him grief. Make him feel involved. And I know that a lot of the time it may not be someone that you usually vibe with or someone that may not be, you know, on a similar wavelength. However, because you're trying your best to make that person feel included and make that person feel happy, you yourself will start feeling this level of contentment that will naturally start coming in yourself and you'll realize how amazing it is to start doing things like this. Now look, here are some of the closing things that I just wanted to make sure that I draw home. Because the idea is that if you are merciful to people, I know there's going to be times where people may hurt you. That happens. And the thing is, when people do that, a lot of the time, they don't even realize that they're hurting you. However, we in the ability, we have the ability in ourselves to forgive people and let things go and move on because we 100% do a lot of things unintentionally as well that can cause hurt to people. And the least we would want, if anything, is for them to have mercy and forgiveness upon us. I'm not saying that you be naive because if something happens where you know what, this isn't something that is going to rock with me at all, then obviously you make dua for the person, but you protect yourself and you keep the distance that you need to keep. However, that doesn't mean you are rude to them. That doesn't mean you're mean to them. That doesn't mean you treat them in any kind of way. You literally 
have the same kind of loving care for any other human being or anyone around you, you can direct that to making dua for them and praying for them and praying for whatever is good for them, for them to, for them to get. Being responsible and taking a long, hard look at ourselves. Am I a good friend? Am I someone that is a good influence on other people around me? Of course, if you have a crowd that you're in in a friendship group that you think, yeah, they're not really doing it for me or they're not doing all this. Look at yourself in that crowd. Did you have a part to play in influencing some of their behaviors? Are you a cause for some of that? And always keep looking at yourself. Yeah, you have the crowd that could play a part. But first, first look at yourself and see what part did I play in that? And most of the time, if you have the right mindset, there's not one person to blame about anything. It could be miscommunication. It could be two people just not seeing eye to eye or just two different people at different ends of the spectrum. However, you should always think positively of people and make dua and prayers for the people that you think, you know what, this just isn't, you know, I'm not vibing with this at all. Be sincere with your intentions and trust in Allah and make dua that Allah puts the right people that are good for you in your path and make dua that Allah puts you and makes you meet and get close to people that are good for every sort of aspect of your life and make dua that you can be the best person for them as well. And you've got to trust in his plan. Like He is the most loving. He loves you even more than your parents. And even in the Quran, it says, Perhaps you hate a thing that is good for you. And perhaps you love a thing that is bad for you. And Allah knows while you not know. So do your best to be as genuine and as sincere as possible. And then leave the rest to Allah. And I just wanted to end this last bit being a little bit moist. There are so many people that I've met over the years that I'm so, so grateful that Allah had put in my life. And they've played a huge part at different stages of my life. So I want to say a big, big thank you to all those people. You know who you are. And I love you guys for the sake of Allah. And for everyone, if I've ever hurt you, if I've ever wronged you, I genuinely, genuinely am sorry. Like It was never my intention. And me personally, I don't have anything in my heart bad against anyone. And inshallah, I make dua that Allah helps me and keeps it that way. Amen. All right, that was a bit of an emotional one and I hope it benefited because at the end of the day, all the good that comes from it is from Allah alone and all the shortcomings, they're from me. So I'm sorry about that. I hope you guys enjoyed the content today. Please make sure you subscribe, like and comment on the YouTube. Uh, do the ratings and things wherever you find them just to help the content out there, just to share this message. And please make sure to give me feedback. Doesn't have to be constructive. Doesn't have to be constructive at all. Just make sure you let me know. Follow on Instagram, Drip Medic, so you can catch up with a lot of the things that are going on. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Jazakallah khair. Thank you guys for listening. Assalamu alaikum.